Is it better to be rode hard and put away wet or hung out to dry? Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. Okay, so this week we are talking about idioms, and I'm here with Sarah Morgan, Sean Rosa, hello, and Bill McMorrow. Guten Tag. And <laughs> can one of you please explain to me what an idiom is? Because that's the that's the whole basis of the debate this it's week. It's like somebody that doesn't know anything. You're like, this guy's a real fucking idiom. I feel like that's not what it is. Sean, do you have any idea what an idiom is? An expression whose meanings cannot be inferred from the meanings of the words that make it up. So the individual words. All right, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. All right, let's do this. So when you say it's raining cats and dogs, it's not to somebody that's not from here, they would be very confused by that. Wow, how does it rain uh, animals? Hmm. Right, you look outside horrified, about to see uh, dogs and cats dropping to their death. Why do people say that? We don't know. Why do people say raining cats and dogs? dogs. Well, according to my community college professor that I had 10 years ago, the reason why that expression came about was because back in medieval times, uh, stray dogs and cats were such a problem and flooding was such a problem that when it rained hard, all those cats and dogs would drown. And then when you came out in the morning, it would look as though it had rained cats and dogs because they'd just be laying around dead everywhere. fucked up. Community college, bro. That guy (laughs) is full of shit. I I have read before that frogs have have like technically rained down because they've gotten swept up. In a hurricane or something. Yeah. Or Or because it was biblical times. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably got something to do with the Bible that time. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're talking about idioms, which is a thing. It's slightly different than colloquialisms, right? Yeah. Which is sort say of that again. Say it again. Colloquialisms? Yes. Nailed it. Did he say it right? I can't say it at all. But that yeah. sounded Colloquialisms. Oh. Ah, he fucking nailed it, dude. So, Colloquial. Yeah. Colloquialisms. All right, let's first start by talking about Hold on, let me say it again. Wait a minute. One minute. One, one, wait a minute. Colloquialisms. <laughs> And then he took a bow for those of you that are here. So, okay, so there's some words that we use around here that maybe people don't use in other parts of the country. And we have a good uh, person here for this. Sarah is from Tennessee, so she she uses some different terms than we do. Yeah. Like a water fountain, you wouldn't have called a bubbler right. growing up, or a bubbler. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? A water fountain. <sighs> that doesn't make any sense. We don't have a special term for it. Well, yeah. I the bubble makes it sound like you're getting soda water out of yeah. the water fountain. I mean, but yeah. Yeah. they are segregated water fountains. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I yeah. mean, so let's not act like... Yeah. <clears throat> Alright. Okay, so... The, this is Apologies. A, <laughs> when I was in high school, my English teacher was trying to make a point about, like, regional speak and how it differs. Mm. And so she was pulling out groups of kids into the hall, and she'd ask them what they would call that thing that disperses the water, right? Yeah. And so everybody in the class was saying, bubbler, bubbler, bubbler. And some kid in my class comes in, and he's like, hey, Sean, when she brings you out into the hall, tell her it's a water fountain. And then, like, she used me as an example of somebody that was, like, from outside of the area. And you got beat up for that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
fucking Carter thinks it's fucking Carter thinks the bubble is a fucking waterfall. What you think you're better than us doing? Fucking pussy. Well, let's fucking get him. So I grew up in that town all of my life, and so she's like, "So where are you from?" And I was like, "I'm from here." And she's like, "No, but where are you really from?" Down south. And I had no idea. Texas. Yeah, before we started that, I had no idea why that kid told me to say water fountain, so I just, like, kind of dug my own grave. Yeah. <laughs> Which is an outsider. Dig your own grave is an idiom, right? That's a... Yeah. Is it? It must be. Yeah, because I mean, you're not literally digging I'm, your yeah. own grave. I'm going to go on record yeah. right now. I will never dig my own grave. Yeah. You're, you're not going to kill me? You're going to kill me? What if it's Shoot a great savings for your funeral? What if they're like, you dig well, your grave now, then later on you don't have to pay so much? That doesn't yeah, I'm mean not the same gonna, thing, I mean, when I'm, I'm not going to pay anything when I'm dead. No. <laughs> I mean, just leave me, though. I'll be rot. I don't give a yeah. shit. Sure. I would like a Viking funeral. Oh, that'd be the yeah. best. Do you really? I wonder if... They're if, illegal. I was going to say, do I don't it. think we're allowed to do no. that. So Who's Somebody's got trouble for doing that. Send me off on Wollaston Beach. Just push me off and light me on fire. <laughs> Who's going to stop it? Right down Furnace Brook. Yeah. All right. So, what's your favorite idiom? What's your favorite like local talk, local phrase? Sarah, you probably get different ones than we do up here. I mean, the one that burned me the most when I moved up here was calling a shopping cart a buggy because people just we, thought it was hilarious. Idioms are collo- colloquialisms. We're talking now, right? Well, this we kind of mingled quite them all an idiom, together. But yeah, yeah. No. but yeah, buggy is a shopping cart. A yeah. carriage, as we might say up here. Yeah, yeah. a carriage. You call it buggies? Buggies. buggies. Yeah, that's silly. But I think the funniest one that I've heard is somebody, I think my parents were on a tour with this woman who kept trying to tell her tour guide, and they were like in like Eastern Europe, that she was pooped, meaning she was tired. And this guy like, knew English fairly well, but kept thinking that she was trying to tell him that she sh- had pooped her pants. And yeah. she kept, she kept like, being like, no, I'm, I'm okay, I'm just pooped. And he was like... You should go. We should, we should stop so you can go. She's like, oh, I cannot here. smell anything. <laughs> so, okay, what's a good, what, what do you like, Sean? What's a good idiom that you like to throw around a lot? I, I don't really have, I don't really use too many, at least not that I can recall right now. Maybe if I had some examples of um, costs an arm and a leg. Mm. That's a good one. That's a good one. Bit off more than you can chew. Just sure. fucking bite less. Your, that eyes are your, bigger than your stomach. Yeah, yes. the eyes are bigger than the stomach. Is yeah, really that's a good one. one. Yeah, hit the nail on the head. Is a pretty good one. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head with that uh, eyes bigger than the stomach uh, idiom. Uh, <laughs> idiot. Sorry, I, idiot. I got aggressive at the end. <laughs> What's your favorite uh, idiom, Sean? I don't know, Sarah. Do you Maybe think I was I use... talking to Sean oh, over God. here. Do you think I use idioms often? Mm, you're not too bad. I like the, the so this is how this this is how we decided to go with idioms is that we were talking about the glass house one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Mm. This is how me and Sarah got in like a discussion about this phrase. A discussion. And this is how we decided to do this Sean topic was one mocking week. me for my understanding of that phrase. and i believe that your understanding was correct everybody you agreed believe with me. that her understanding is what was correct. your yeah, wrong what was understanding your, what, was, what your was your misunderstanding about okay it? so the way that sarah thinks of it or you want me to say the way that i think of it i want you to say what you think yeah. is right okay yeah. so if you live in a glass house you should not throw stones mm. because if you throw stones 
then there's a possibility that you're vulnerable because somebody, if they throw stones at your house, your whole house shatters. That's the way I've always thought of it. Okay. So, you know, if you're vulnerable, you don't go and go after other people. That's my, yeah. that's my understanding of this. Bill, do you agree with this? I think it is fucking leave the stones alone. <laughs> I think you don't pick up stones. I think you don't look, you don't even look at the only rocks you're allowed is music. And don't play it too loud because glass will shatter at a certain decibel. Yeah, don't play the stones if you live in a glass house. Yeah, yeah I believe the saying, rolling stones gather no glass houses. Yes, that sounds right. Is the glass house half full or half empty? No one knows. <laughs> yeah, I think I got a handle on these idioms. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, <laughs> so, Sarah, how do you think of... So, this is how we got in the discussion about it, because we were laying in bed. Whoa! Yeah. All right. This it's is a family, family podcast. podcast. It's a very guys. sexy story. Family yeah. podcast. <laughs> why, yeah. why did we bring up that phrase? Because I said it to you. You threw a stone, didn't you, you motherfucker? People who live in glass houses shouldn't lay in bed. Yeah. I don't think that means what you think it means. Yeah, so how do you think of the people that... People that live in glass houses... Don't throw rocks in the house. Well, I thought that like the meaning of it was like people can see what you're doing. So if you're going to judge them and throw stones at them, they can see what you're doing. Oh, no, that's absolutely wrong. But I was, I thought that it meant that like you shouldn't throw a stone in your glass house because you'll break it. Well, that is, yeah, this yeah. was how you described it to me was that yeah. you imagined throwing the stone from the inside of your house and breaking your house. Because you're throwing it at somebody else that may be inside the house. You're throwing it at them. Like Mom if always I said, don't throw stones in the house. Yeah. I mean, that's just solid advice no matter yeah, what you're No matter what you have. Yeah. But even worse if it's glass. Yeah, right? well, yeah. All I agree have that it glass, is worse right? if it's glass. We don't have any stones in here, but if we did, I could probably throw one without hurting anything. You got a fucking sure. window right there. But I wouldn't you throw it at the window. About. And I understand that me and Sean Rosa are in agreement on this, and I don't know where Bill stands, but when we were at the show, a lot of people agreed with you. Yes. I would say that this was split about 50 50. You know, I yeah. want to say that I agreed with Sarah in the heat of the show, but no. now that I've had. You know, now that it's the light of day and I got, I'm sober, <laughs> I'm like, she is out of her mind. What is going on? I feel like there's some people, though, that heard me describe it and they were like, yeah, that's what it is. And then once you started talking, they were like, wait, now well, I agree with Sarah. Yeah. When she weird. started talking, uh, she said something about throwing the stones in the house. Yeah. When she's when she explained it right here, it was something about people can see your failings or something. <laughs> yeah, you did describe it differently just now. Well, I think that that's like what the meaning gets to, like the meaning of it. The I meaning think, of it is for sure that you're vulnerable. Yeah, I think the meaning is, and that would occur. That would that would make sense whether you were throwing stones from within your house or just like afraid of uh, somebody retaliating later. Yeah, that's fair. That meaning is my the same part did not have the retaliation. My part was like, oh, you're gonna do damage to yourself while you're trying to damage someone else because you're in a glass house and it's fragile. I did not think that somebody was gonna throw stones back at me. So when you're imagining this scenario. You are standing still. You have a rock in your hand. Mm -hmm. There's somebody in front of you that you are mad at. Mm -hmm. They are inside of your house, which is made entirely of glass. And you are about to throw the rock at the person that you're angry at. And the danger is that you miss them and you shatter your house. 
Yes. So, according to you, I think the saying would be better, uh, don't throw rocks if you live in a glass house and your aim is not impeccable. Yeah. Well, I mean, I felt like that just went without saying. You just dumbing it down. But if you can really, like, nail it. a long way. (laughs) That was a long way to get to a bit, Right between the eyes. But also, it's going to fall off of them and shatter your glass floor. So no matter how you throw that stone, it's going to... Oh, the floor is made The whole house is glass. That's what it says. How about, what what do you think a glass house would cost? What would you be willing to I mean, to pay glass for a house? isn't inherently expensive, but probably the construction yeah, but of it depends. It but to make I mean, it like, glass houses I'd are in now. They're like those small houses, so like the the market for them is probably in. It's so like a greenhouse kind of. Yeah, like mostly glass. Oh, yeah, yeah, it'd be a greenhouse. Are you fucking kidding me? Effect. It'd be very hot. Yeah. It'd be so hot and steamy. But in the winter, it'd be cold because yeah, because yeah. no insulation. My whole house is so hot and steamy and full of weed. Yeah, and the the glass house I was picturing was not like a house with a lot of windows. It was like glass everywhere. Are we talking split level ranch? Are we talking to, like is it two floors? Are we talking? I guess I had always pictured it what as kind a of ranch. Yeah, you get with it. Yeah, but all a lot of land. Yeah. So does it have a glass ceiling? Yeah, the whole thing is glass. Because would you everybody be okay can living always living in a house see... with a glass ceiling, or would you want to shatter that glass? I live ceiling? under a glass ceiling every day of my life, Sean. <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> Is there a detached two-car glass garage? That'd be nice. That would mm. be nice. Glass portico. Can you imagine trying Guys, to change I can your clothes? A glass. Uh, swimming pool, a glass above ground swimming pool. Yeah, that is wow. That would be one of the nicer features. That would actually yeah, be like be the nicest. Nice. This house is getting classy yeah. and trashy at the same time. <laughs> yeah. You got to have glass fences. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Got to keep the riffraff out somehow. Yeah, and if somebody and there's stones. Oh my god! Imagine some kid trying to climb your fence and then it breaks and just murders him right there. Mm. Mm. It's a lot of liability. I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> now it's all I can imagine. <laughs> I hope more of these kids uh, try to get in here. A glass picket fence. I mean, I went to uh, Ecuador a few years ago, and every house in Quito and like the surrounding cities, like the the walls are all like ten feet high and made of like stone and brick. And on the top, people have like taken like broken bottles and like put them on the top of it so that nobody climbs up, up their walls and tries to like break in. That's good advice. So were people in the build a wall. Were people in the street throwing rocks or? No, it's it's just don't don't throw stones if (laughs) if you got if you're throwing a a stone at a house that has like glass shattered glass. You just build a wall with those stones instead of throwing. Well, do you think that you can throw stones if you live in a house that has a ten foot wall with shards of glass on the top of it? Oh yeah, you can you can throw a lot of stones. Yeah, especially if your yard is rocky. Yeah, good point. True. Because it's a natural resource. All right. Stones. All right, I don't want to... Do you want to talk about more idioms? No. No? You don't talk about colloquialisms. Uh, Colloquial. (laughs) What did I say? Colloquialisms. Hey, guys, let's talk about... Hey, guys. Hey, guys, we're going to talk a little colloquialisms now. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking run to the packy. What? Yeah, New England oh, okay. has a lot of like, Here's some idioms. Let me throw some what? out here for you. I I was thinking ahead, of one, and it was um, it's one that I think people say backwards because 
of its meaning, it's it, if you say it the way that a lot of people say it, it it's kind of confusing. It's uh, have your cake and eat it too. Oh, mm-hmm. I hate that one. It's eat. It's you want to eat your cake and have it too. Yeah, that's what it yeah, should. That's be. what it should be. What? If you yeah, if you put it if that it, way, it, it, makes, it sense. makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. Oh right. Yeah. It's because of the order that you get it in. Like you get a cake, you want to eat it, but you still want to eat it. And then you want to eat, but it's like you you want to eat the cake, but you also want to have some cake. Right. Yeah. You, you can't have your cake after you've eaten it. You so that's have, how you have to put that. Yeah. I want to scratch these scratch tickets, <laughs> but I also want to scratch tickets to scratch. <laughs> yeah, that that is. You're right. That is probably the most confused one, and yeah. Uh, and it's just because of that one simple thing. If people would change those two words, the order of those yeah, words. I never like, even I mean, thought of it. I mean, you can have a cake and eat it too. You get the cake, you eat it. It's yeah. just like, no, but... But you can't eat cake. But you can't eat a cake and have it too. Yeah, you can't eat a cake and have the cake. Right. Um, okay, what? so here's some idioms. A picture is worth a thousand words. Mm. Actions speak louder than words. Actors, actions speak louder than pictures. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the pictures are made of a thousand words, so they're worth more than just like a word. But absolutely, as much but as actions. That's probably how many. What it, What is the conversion rate of actions to pictures? Ooh, it's got to be a lot. Mm. How many pictures do you think go into an animated film? So many. A lot. Quite a lot. So a live At action least five. film worth way more than a yeah. picture film. Yes. Okay. Add insult to injury. Oh, I That's, like that one. I yeah. love insulting people. And I love insulting injured people. If I see someone in a wheelchair, add oh, to it. Yeah. Fucking field day. Apologies. I took it too far. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. A picture is worth a thousand words, so I agree with that. How about this? No room to swing a cat. What? Have you guys never heard that? I've heard it. I've, I've heard never heard it. Say, I just came up right that. now when I was looking people up People say you can't swing a dead cat in here without, without hitting, hitting whatever. Yeah. I, like you can't swing a dead cat in here without hitting a Sean. That would mean there's a lot of Sean's What? Yeah, here. what did your community college professor say about <laughs> swinging dead In ancient dead times, cats? there were dead cats everywhere. Oh, you know, they say that because... Yeah, I mean, I, along that line, I the one like, you. oh, if you swing a dead cat, you'd hit like... For me, it was like, oh, if you throw a rock, you'll hit, uh, and it's just like, yeah. But if you throw a rock, you'll hit a glass house. Yeah, hey, if, I mean, a dead house. cat probably wouldn't break a glass. I house. always heard like Those... can't swing a stick or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I think don't that's the same. Yeah. Yeah. What about crocodile tears? What does that mean? Yeah, don't a swing dead tears. cats if you live in a. But why glass does it have house? to be crocodile tears? Because crocodiles, crocodiles are liars. Crocodiles yeah. do this thing where they pretend to cry, and then the bunny rabbit will come over and be like, "What's wrong, buddy?" Yeah, they try to console <laughs> them. <laughs> Everybody knows. Watch that. a fucking documentary, bro. No, this is... Raining cats and dogs. You went over that already. Allegedly, yeah, we went over that. <laughs> yeah, with your uh, professor. What was your professor's <laughs> name? Get, say another idiom so that we can riff on it, Sean. Mm. Make a long story short. Never happened. No, all no. my stories <laughs> no. are longer than they need to be. Real verbose. I fucking wish I could. Mm. Trying to add detail. <laughs> Trying to make memories, guys. This, this is all necessary exposition, <laughs> yeah. guys. Yeah, I wouldn't fucking go into detail if I didn't have to. Yeah. A piece of cake. Mm, love cake. What's cake. the uh, uh, 
Marie Antoinette. She didn't really ever say let them, let eat, them cake. eat cake. Let them right? eat cake. Isn't I that just something... now learned what that actually meant. Like what she was actually She was saying fuck them. Yeah, because she was saying, so cake meant the caked up stuff on the inside of the oven. But it got Oh, spelled. really? I just read this like last week. That's... But, but people. I heard that she never said it though. I heard that this is a, I'm going to say the word is misnomer. I that don't. Meant, yeah, that makes sense. Is misnomer correct? A mis- Sean, mistranslation. But yeah, it was put, like, people took it to mean, like, she was so out of, out of touch, touch that yeah. she was just like, well, if they're hungry, just let them have this, like, decadent thing that they would never have. But really, it meant let them have, like, that shit that's built up on yeah. the inside of the oven that, like, royalty would never be interested in. But yeah, maybe it wasn't even her. Maybe the entire I, thing I heard was that misconstrued. it's, it's, uh, a, yeah. If only we had a way to been... find out. Okay, but the idea is work. that now people take it as meaning cake. like Cake. Right, but in the day when it was said, the idea is that the population there knew exactly what she meant, if she said that. Which was like, don't give them anything of quality there. Yeah, Yeah, let them eat scraps. You're saying let them eat flour. Yeah. 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 Okay. Which... I mean, the the red hats now would be like, oh, what's wrong with cake? I'll have your cake. Yeah. I don't care. I love cake. So oh, then I learned something during this podcast. Best cake. Oh, yeah. I wash it down with liberal tea milk. <laughs> hey, I think we covered everything for idioms. So I think we did it. Oh, I wanted We're to all say more. Idiomed out. That's a wrap. I was just. I just looked up. That's somewhere. a wrap. God, that's a. Oh. You're welcome. I just looked up. Uh, <laughs> I lost it. I wanted to talk about colloquial. I want to talk about clockwillisms. I want to talk about clockwillisms. A bee in his bonnet? That's a good one. What does that mean? That's very southern. Yeah. It means when you get it all in a tizzy about something. What yeah. does all in a tizzy mean? Like all, it, like all worked up all about worked something. Up. Oh, you know another good horse one? Have you ever heard anybody say catch a wild hare? And it means that somebody's like on a tear like they're acting really like wild hair like a rabbit so horses yeah. no hair like on your head horses Uh-oh. sometimes will get their tail hair stuck up their butts and it makes them run like really oh, fast because they're trying to shake it loose shit that happens to me too do you get your hair caught in your butt john you always gets his tail butt? hair i mean you've never had a hair in your butt not like up your butt they get them no, like, like up your butt you never had a hair up your butt no, no. really up no. your butt or up your butt betwixt your like your you, cheeks like you like wipe your ass and something just pulls out and no you're like, how did that get in there what? are you like swap what what the Wait, fuck Sean? Like, actually <laughs> Sean! Are you, yeah are you eating hair what is yeah. going on you've never had a hair that in your butt i've had a hair no. across my ass yeah yeah across your ass but did you get but it's not no, I don't think. I mean, no. there's no penetration. You'd know because you would feel it when you pull it out. This it feels is really like, weird. Is I it... mean, it feels great when it comes off, like out, but not. <laughs> what? What's going on? What, what is happening? I'm I'm flabbergasted. This? Uh, Sarah, we are we are team uh, no hair and yeah. butts. Bill knows what talking about. Bill's had hair. In Dude, his I used to have long ass fucking. I have hair. long I did hair. Too. I just never got in my butt. I, dude, I used to take a shower and... Sometimes Cleo eats hair, and then when she poops, it's hanging off of it, and I have to pull it out of her butt, and it's one oh. of the worst things that she Yeah, does. even just hair in it doesn't... But I didn't know that also my husband had that problem. Sure, yeah, sometimes you <laughs> just get hair in your ass. Yeah. No, oh. that's real weird. Yeah, It is not weird. I guarantee is... people that are so that listening is to this catching, have had hair in their ass. That's catching a wild hair. If you were like, the only way I can get rid of this is to run as fast as I can to shake it loose, that is like catching you've a never wild heard, hair. Okay, you've never heard somebody be like, who put the hair across your ass? No. 
That I just said that. Didn't but that's I? you Billy, saying. So you know what I'm talking ass. about. But you yeah. said up but your butt. But you're saying up. You're saying actually like inserted. So get the hair up your ass. No, that doesn't happen. That's not a thing. You're eating hair, dude. You're eating hair, and it's coming through your. Yeah, how would it get up there? Yeah, wait. Dude, let me open you up. Who will we find? Yeah. Okay, so this is sort of the same thing, right? Is like the saying, like, who with a hair across your ass means you've been, like, in a bad mood. Yeah. Have you heard of that? No. Sean? It sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. This is, like, something my mom would say to my dad growing up, like, every day. Who really? Who a hair across I've never ass? heard that. I've heard, like, the pee one in your you Cheerios said, is, what like... What was the one that you said? Would make so much more sense. A wild, wild Catch hair? a wild hair? Yeah, if it was a hair like a rabbit hair. That, that would, would make, make so much more sense. Yeah. Are you no, sure but, uh, you're not horse would get its own hair in its ass. Its tail, because it would, like... What the one you just said? Its tail in its ass, and then it would run... Very fast. Or it would like buck or something or like like kick around and that's And that's what happens when you catch a hair across your ass is you just buck all day. You're running around shaking around like crazy. Just wiping just like trying to put your ass on things, trying to get it off. Hair across your ass means to be overly sensitive. Can you talk into the mic? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it means to be overly sensitive to irritation. Hair across your Why ass. Why do you have a hair across your ass? I'm doing I'm gonna I'm doing a character right now, guys. This isn't me saying oh, this, no. but it's a character <laughs> that I've been, of the mind. It's, yeah, it's a character I've been working on. Oh, it's like uh it's like uh, what are you what do you got like a hair across your ass? How about <laughs> you it's, it's like unbelievable how how worked up you are about this hair across your ass and whatnot. I can't believe he uh, a character. read that quote from Vinnie Barbarino. <laughs> oh, it's like unbelievable. <laughs> okay, Wait. so then, quick question: Of the four of us here, how many people at one point had your one of your parents yell at the other one who put the hair across your ass? No, I'm Just the only you. person. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't. My mother died when I was young. So you were, bringing that up? You don't again. remember that. every fucking time? Yeah. It's like, hey, how old were you when your mother died again? And I'm like, I don't know. Let me relive it. <laughs> Let me relive it right now and remember. Oh. Eleven. Okay. In like two months, like a couple weeks, sure, three days, fifteen hours, mm-hmm. twelve minutes. Oh, Bill. Roughly. Roughly. Yeah, I haven't really worked it out yet. <laughs> no, but it, my parents didn't talk. Okay, perfect. No, they did. They loved each other <laughs> as far as as far as I could tell. Let Let me make a long story longer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this has been our idiom. No, say another one. Say another idiom. I feel like we're just warming up now. We're out. We went through the entire English language. What? What? What are we debating? What's Friday's debate? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, haven't we already done Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. Dude, why don't we debate the two Corys? When is that going to happen? Oh, that'd be a good one. You got license to drive. You got Lost Boys. You got mm. uh, sunglasses at night. All right, what is that? Next sunglasses up is the night? debate. That song was a sing by mm. Corey Haim. If I can, no, that's Co- no, guys. Corey, sure. the- Corey Hart. The can I outro oh the yeah, show? you're right. What? Can I outro the show? Oh, don't get a hair across your ass there. <laughs> don't get a hair in your rectum, buddy. Yeah. Again, wrap it up. Sean. <laughs> wrap it up. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Next up is the debate. Thanks for being here, Sarah Morgan Mer- and Sean Rosa. Hey. Merry Christmas, Sean. And is this going to come out before Christmas? Maybe. I don't know. Hey, I hope everybody got what they wanted.
everybody, and welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid. This week, our topic is idioms. Yeah. Common sayings that don't actually make any sense unless... Well, we all understand what they are, but they don't really make sense, right? Um, there's some confusion with some. Uh, I don't want to... Sarah, is it okay if I tell this story? Okay. Um, so, like, people that live in glass houses don't throw stones, right? That's a common one. And Sarah and I had, like, an argument one night over this because uh, she said something about it. And eventually, I came to find out that, like... I tried to explain to her that you don't throw stones at people's houses if you live in a glass house because then later they can throw stones at your house and it will break because it's made of glass. But in her mind, you're throwing the stones from inside of the house <laughs> and you're breaking your own house. Which, that's what you all agree, that's what it means? I feel like... Hold on, hold on. Kate, you're with me? Kate's with me, you're with me, Sean, you're with me, Steve, you're with me, that's right. Lorenzo's with me. You guys all know, this is not in the debate. We're go well, now it's gonna be. <laughs> Who, even if your house was made of anything, why would you throw it from inside of your house? If your house was made of... Hey, people that are, whose houses are made of brick don't throw stones because it wouldn't get out of the house. What are you guys talking about? Well, Sarah, at least you're in good company. Half the people here think that you're right. Um, all right, so that's, that's what we're talking about tonight, idiom. So we'll have a whole debate on that. Uh, maybe we'll end it by talking about the glass house thing. Sounds good. Okay. What's up, Dan? How's it going? Congratulations on being married. We'll get started. Um, so our first two people to debate right now in the gauntlet, everybody please welcome Steve Lanza and Sarah Morgan. Okay. Um, Steve, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. Okay. Sarah. I'm not going to be biased here. I won't. Okay. Do you want a uh, question about the weather or do you want a question about horses? Horses. Okay. Your question's from Jer Palapple. <laughs> he asks, if you could lead a horse to water and make him drink against his will, would you do it? Um, well, I grew up with horses, and if they don't drink, they die. You may, guys may have not known that, not having grown up with horses, but it's really important. So if they are dehydrated and you lead them to water, you should absolutely make them uh, drink because once it's dead, you just have to keep beating it forever, I think is what they say. Just keep beating the dead horse, and that's just exhausting. So just, just make it drink so you don't have to do that. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be honest with you, I am not a comedian. I'm not even remotely funny. And... 
Thanks, Bill. I, uh, I probably wouldn't bring a horse to water or whatever that saying is, but um, what I would do is go ahead and pre-order Sean Carter's new album, 100 Problems, Volume 1. Get out there. Do it, folks. If you can't do that, I have a nice bootleg copy right here for you. Thanks, folks. I don't even know what to say to that. I feel like you're pandering to the judge a little bit, um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, also, buy Sean's album. It's wonderful. We both have a financial interest in it. <laughs> so, do, yay, Sean. Do that. And also, hydrate your horses and don't beat them, and everybody will be happy. And also, buy Sean's album. Not only should you buy Sean's album, but do what I did last week and buy yourself a pair of pick-a-side stupid sunglasses, will you? <laughs> they got a merch table right over here with mugs, shirts. They don't have three XR I'll be wearing the shirt, but... Again, my name is Steve Lonza, and I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. Thank you. All right. That was a very solid start. Um, however... I think I have to hand the win here to Sarah Morgan. All right. And now, our final debate of the first round. It will be Ted Pettingell and Sarah Morgan. Sarah, do you want to go first or second? Second. Okay. Uh, Ted, would you rather a question about turtles or horses? No, you don't get to choose. <laughs> uh, turtles. Okay. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> I like it, but it was strange. Okay. Uh, your question is, um, who stands to benefit the most from banning straws? Turtles or camels? I don't really understand the logic of this question. Okay, so straws break the camel's back. Oh. Yeah, it's still vague and unnecessary. Um, and they kill turtles. Yeah, I mean, it definitely benefits the turtles more. Because uh, you can put a lot of straws on a camel's back before it breaks. Like, an enormous amount. They're a pack animal. It only takes one straw to kill a turtle. Just one. Anyway... This is a logical answer. It's not the funniest one. I made that. I won last week, and every answer was super dirty. So, <laughs> you know what? Uh, yeah, the turtles will benefit more because camels love cocaine. Uh, <laughs> and they can't do all cocaine and get all numbed up and have camel orgies. So, yeah, save the turtles and don't let the camels get all their time. I really wanted to talk about horses, guys. I don't know a lot about this, but um, I used to have pet turtles, and I would have been really sad if they ended up with straws up their nose, but I think we can agree that, like, 
camels are mammals and therefore more valuable than reptiles. So, I mean, I just feel like it's really not fair to try to like weigh the importance of either animal. But if you're going to break something's back, a turtle has an exoskeleton, so it's a little tougher. And camels are just soft and fuzzy and kind of cute, maybe. I don't know. Those like hump day commercials are adorable. We all like that. And they wouldn't be here if it was straws breaking their backs left and right. And also... Uh, Ted hates camels, so. What do I hate? Oh, I don't hate camels. They're party animals. <laughs> They're out there doing cocaine, selling cigarettes to kids. What's not to like about camels? I'm just saying that turtles will die if we don't ban straws, and I don't like your speciest argument that we should support mammals more. All animals are equally valuable in God's eyes. Even the ones that sell cocaine and cigarettes to kids. Time. I mean, I'm not going to say that I've done a lot of drugs, but you don't need a straw to blow coke. There's like a lot of ways you can improvise there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We can get rid of straws. It's fine. Everybody wins. Sean looks surprised. You're married to me now. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll work around it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to hand the win to Ted Pettingale. Yeah! <laughs> oh, you didn't enjoy that? Nope. You guys disagree. Okay. That's fine. Next up, everybody please welcome Ted Pettingale and Angela Sawyer. Angela, would you like to go first or second? I'm going to try first. Okay. Um, your question is from Sarah Morgan. She asks, what's more embarrassing, having egg on your face or being caught with your pants down? Hmm. My pussy's awesome. <laughs> If you saw it, you'd all want to fuck me immediately. Therefore, it would be way more embarrassing to have egg on my face. That's my whole argument. My pussy is a real travesty. So. <laughs> It is a mess. Uh, it just hangs there, and it's got this other thing that hangs behind it that's got two lumps in it. My pussy is so gross. It's completely on the outside of my body. That's why I don't want any of you to see it. You can't put anything, you can't hide anything in there, so it's a real gross pussy that should not be seen by anybody. So, yeah, I'd much rather have eggs on my face. <laughs> eggs which you couldn't get out of my gross pussy. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you, Ted, that your genitals are terrible. I'm just going to let you have that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, I would like to say, besides having an awesome pussy, I fucking love breakfast. It is the best. Who doesn't like it? Eggs on your face just means more goddamn breakfast. Listen, I don't actually care if I win this round, but I do want to say the last round, I don't appreciate getting booed by you guys. <laughs> I had the much funnier argument. All Sarah said at the end was, oh, there's more ways to do drugs than just use a straw. And you all clap for her. And you know what? I'll do some drugs right now. I'll show you all the ways to Time. do drugs. <laughs> all right. I got to hand the win here to Angela Sawyer. All right. Final four. Here we go. Next up, everybody, please welcome Malin Pavletic and Bill McMorrow. Oh, after me? Thank you. Okay. Okay, Malin, uh, is it better to be drunk as a skunk or three sheets to the wind? Oh, man. Hmm. Uh, if I'm drunk as a skunk, then statistically, since uh, rabies is endemic in the population up here, uh, I am going to have one hell of a great time not having to drink any water before I die. Water's gross, yo. I would rather be as drunk as a fucking skunk. Give me that lockjaw. Yeah. Lockjaw. Skunks. Being drunk. No water. No thank you. No ma'am. I still have my manners, even though I statistically do have rabies. Also, there's two types of rabies, by the way. There's one where it makes you bite people, and there's like there's one that's like kind of like makes you dumb. So like just like don't pet a dog just because it seems like it's really docile because it might have a certain form of rabies. Time. Time. Cool. Can we give her extra? Can she have extra time? There's more rabies information. <laughs> I mean, it's important stuff to know. All right, I'm, so I'm three sheets to the wind. I'll be three sheets to the wind. I told you guys my love of boating. You know, three sheets to the wind. That's just uh, boating under the influence. Pretty much. Sailboating under the influence. Guys, I'm a classy gentleman. I don't need a moda, you know, or I can't afford a moda. Or this sailboat that I stole didn't have a moda. I can't keep track of all my zany antics. I don't know where I got the boat officer. I don't know where I got the boat officer. Maybe it's your boat. Maybe you stole the boat. Now you're going to have to catch me. But seriously, the rabies, right? She said two times. I believe there's three types of rabies. There's one where the animal bites you. This is, you can get one from being scratched. And then I think, like, uh, bad clams. Well, Time. Bad clams. Bill, we don't want to hear about your mom's pussy, okay? So, there is that. I will also say, Bill, as someone who seems like they were run over by a boat, I am very, very surprised (laughs) that you seem like you would want to be three sheets to the wind. I feel like there's kind of a psychological trauma that goes on from being run over by a boat and then having enough brain damage or being underwater enough to not want to be near any boats. You're so brave. Time. Isn't he brave? 
Talk about my dead mother's vagina again, Malin. I fucking dare you. I fucking dare you. Right now, say something about my dead mother's vagina to me. Right to my face. Right to my face. But keep in mind that this is my time and you are not allowed to talk. This is my time and I will use it accordingly. But go ahead. Say something about it. Right now. If you got the balls to talk about my dead, my sweet dead mother's vagina. Time. All right, I gotta hand the one here to Bill McMorrow. Fuck <laughs> oh, no! Statistically, it's just a pelvis at this point. There's no skin left. She's got a point. Statistically, I gotta be honest. I'm pretty sure she was born without a vagina, but that's a family secret. Keep it to yourself. Okay. Yeah, Bill. No problem. Yeah, thank you for the money. Um. Next up, everybody, please welcome Angela Sawyer and Chloe Cunha. <laughs> okay. Uh, Angela, would you like to go first or second? I am going to try first again. Okay. Uh, this is a uh, simple question. Where did it go? I think it's Sean Clark. I lost track of it. Oh, Mike Setlow. Okay. Your question is from Mike Setlow. Would you rather be throwing horseshoes or hand grenades? Man, if there's one thing I love about the show, it's the chance to constantly argue for murder. (laughs) Hand grenades. Uh, They take out more with less. Uh, also, um, they look like pineapples, and that's charming. That's just sweet. Uh, no big argument with that. Just blood in the streets for us all. Yeah, this is a, All these questions have been so, in, like, in, interesting. Anyway, um, sorry. Wow, Meta Chloe is not funny. Okay. Uh, horseshoes. Horseshoes so clearly uh, for so many reasons. One... Look, I am a very lucky person, and I'm just trying to spread it around, okay? I'm like, luck for you, luck for you, luck for you. It's like I can't offer cards like Oprah can. That's all I can do is horseshoes. Um, We all know that, right? It brings you luck? Okay, woo, doing great so far. Uh, The other reason is, um, look, we established earlier that the news comes from horses, and I'm hoping that if I throw horseshoes around, they'll come back and tell us things. Um, also, I, I don't know, I don't think I'm dexterous enough to throw a hand grenade. I don't think I would like the grip, I, I would be, I, I, like I can't even throw a football, you know what I mean? I don't think. Time. One thing you don't need luck for is when you have a box of hand grenades. <laughs> No grip necessary. Just take the box, shove, and run. Simple. Very simple. Very simple. I can't throw anything. I also can't run. I still think I'd be fine at hand grenades. These are all, these are all such good points. Um, but listen, people are going to need luck after your rampage. <laughs> They're going to need all the luck they can get. I can't. I'm like a, a really ineffective superhero. I, 
That's all I can do is offer like tiny smidgens of fake luck because horseshoes don't do anything, you guys. I don't, I don't know how to argue this point. All of the, one destroys things and the other is only for an animal. Time. <laughs> all right. Uh, I got to hand the win here to Angela Sawyer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You'll stay because it will be our our second to last debate of the night. Because uh, I want to debate somebody, so you should. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, so it'll be Angela Sawyer and Bill McMorrow. <laughs> Angela, do you want to go first or second? Nice to see you, Bill. Are we just going to flank Sean during this? Uh, is that a good time? Is that a good time? I, what guys? It's just like on the day. <laughs> Except I, I'm Sean Rosa. <laughs> that's not Sean Rosa. That's Ringo's dad. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. I'm so uncomfortable Do I want right to go now. first or second? And that's uh, James Vandebeek in the middle. I don't is, know who that, that is. is. That is me on the end, though. Clearly. I'm friends with both of those. Looks just like you. Uh, I am gonna. When I have a strong debater, I like to go first. So I'm gonna try going first. Okay. Your question is. <laughs> this is the question that Bill said that we should ask over and over again all oh, night. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> and it has not been asked once. So we'll ask it for the first time right now. Your question is from Rachel Parkin. She asks, "Is it better to be road hard and put away wet, or hung out to dry?" Okay. Is it better to be road hard and put away wet or hung out to dry? I'm a female person, which means those two are the same fucking thing. (laughs) God damn it. How many times have I been done with a dude and have to be like, I got to go to the bathroom. I don't have to go to the bathroom because I'm afraid of an IUD. I got to go to the bathroom because I have to fucking finish. They are the same. However, if I have to choose one, wet or dry, wet. I'll take dry. I still get to get road hard, though, right? Like, we're both getting road hard. She's going to stay wet. He's gonna, I'm assuming it's a he. I said he, but I'm just assuming it's a he. Right? 2000 and whatever she said. Right? <laughs> Hang me out to dry. <sighs> Sean. This is a really bad question. I thought when I read this on Facebook, I was like, that is a really good question. But now that I'm up here, I don't, I don't care for it. I don't like it. <laughs> Do another question, please. Do another question. I want to go first this time. <laughs> you know what? Let's start the whole show over and let's fucking be good about it now. Not you guys. I'm talking about Sean. He made a couple. He made a couple decisions I didn't care for, you know. But I like to keep that to myself. So I was back there. I was, you know. Time. My wonderful opponent is uh, always off topic, but always very funny, and just uh, asked for his own anal rape. Uh, (laughs) Dry to boot. that sucks. I'm so sorry, Bill. <laughs> but do stretch. Definitely do the stretch first. And uh, what's awesome? 
It's better to ask for permission than beg for forgiveness. I don't know if that works in a case of me getting raped. But when in Rome, right, guys? When in Quincy. It's pretty much, it's pretty much the same thing. I mean a little, you know, father up washing the street. You know, the point's not that bad, but, you know, we're close to the T, guys. You get on there, you know, we're fucking, maybe we get up to North Quincy. All right, that feels like that was about time. Time! Oh, no! All right, I got to hand the win here to Angela Sawyer. All right. All right. Congratulations, Angela. My mother was a beautiful woman, guys. Um, all right. Well, this was a lot of fun. Thank you all for being here. Um, if, uh, if you want to buy my CD, Steve would be very happy. And uh, so would I, actually. It's called 100 Problems. Uh, it's uh, under Sean Carter. It is listed on the hip-hop and R&B uh, page of iTunes right now because iTunes thinks that I am Jay-Z. So find it and buy it. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. We'll be back next Friday with more debate, and we'll see you then. That was Pick a Side, Stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Hey, that's our show for this week. Thank you for listening. Congrats to Angela Sawyer on being our champion this week. Thanks to Sarah Morgan, Sean Rosa, and Bill McMorrow for being my guests this week. Hey, I don't know if anybody mentioned it yet, but I have a comedy album out called The 100 Problems. You can check it out if you want. It's online everywhere. If you want to come out to another show, we have Monday nights at Sally O'Brien's in Somerville at 7.30 p.m. That's an open mic. We have Poor House on Boylston Street in Boston on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. That's a stand-up comedy show. And again, we're at Maggie's Lounge every Friday night at 7 p.m. doing this debate show. So come out and see us sometime. And if you've got a minute right now, please leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. That would help us grow a little bit. 